For more information on this topic or on the subject of disciple making in general, look us up online at browndegreen.org or send us an email directly at podcast at browndegreen.org. Thanks for listening. You're listening to The Great Awakening, a disciple making podcast brought to you by Brown to Green on the Stream Grace Network. Hey, disciples, thank you for listening. This is your host, Michael Ferris. This is Travis Evans. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoy what you hear, leave us a review or share our podcast with family and friends. Let them know that you, they can listen to us on any podcasting listening platforms. If you're interested in this topic, check us out at browndandgreen.org and on Facebook, Brown and Green. Today, our guest is Daniel Sweet. Daniel, thank you for joining us today. Hey, thanks, guys. It's good to be here. Man, it's good. So, Daniel, like, so you're, you're currently, you're the uh, lead pastor is that correct that's correct calvary church in norman oklahoma boomer sooner baby that's (laughs) right how's everything going there man it's really good really really good church is going well and uh yeah man things are happening discipleship is happening and yeah that's awesome wonderful that's super cool man that's super cool so daniel i have one question for you come on are you ready yeah has disciple making changed your life has disciple making changed my life or how has it how has disciple yeah how has it transformed the life of the sweet man we're hoping that it has yeah. since, uh, since we have yeah. you on the podcast <laughs> if, it, if it hasn't then there's a door we might, yeah. have, we might have made him <laughs> no, yeah well i mean it's jesus has absolutely changed my life 100 yeah. percent, and like learning to follow christ day in and day out I like to think is what I live for and so I'm not the person I used to be and that's because I'm following him Mm. and so yeah yeah that's every day man uh the Lord speaking to me and growing and maturing in the faith and so it's what it's all about come on man and so how how many years have you been following the Lord since I was 16 I'm 40 just turned 40 this year uh well in March and uh, since I was 16 years old, I became a Christ follower. Haven't looked back. That's Come cool. on. Yeah. Come on. So you said like you weren't the man you were before, right? So who were you before Jesus? Uh, I was a pagan. Um, I was a, I'm pretty sure I was a pagan. I don't think I was an atheist, <clears throat> but I was certainly a pagan, a heathen. Maybe heathen's a better word. Isn't that the same <laughs> thing though? A pagan and a heathen? Like it's the same thing. Don't get me to talking definitions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, do you want to, you want the five minute kind of story? Man, OHV. Open arms. Just, I want it. Yeah. I want the, you all guys, it. you and guys the raw. Bring it. All right. Um, I grew up in a, uh, I did not grow up in a Christian home. I'll try to be gracious to my family. We grew up poor. In fact, we were po. We couldn't even afford the R. <laughs> We were, we were poor. I grew up in North Tulsa and uh, had two brothers. There's three boys, older and younger brother and myself in the middle. And um, drugs, alcohol, dysfunction. That was my home. Lived in um, right by, you guys are here at Booker T. Washington yeah. High School? I live right by Booker T. Washington High School. Apache and Lewis and uh, crime, drugs, gangs, the whole deal. You can just kind of imagine. And... Uh, yeah, I was 15 years old and I was at a party and a guy walked up to me with a, with a gun. He said, Hey Daniel, I looked up and he shot me and uh, point blank range right between the eyes at 15 and uh, should have died. Thought I was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and anyway, yeah, long story short, I lived, God saved my life physically. And then, um, through a series of events because of that shooting. Um, I met Jesus. Come on, man. Through a guy named Willie Pruitt became my best friend in high school. uh, First Christian I ever met. And, um, yeah, the whole story is on my website. I have a website, truthneverdies.tv. The whole thing is there, but yeah, I got shot. And, um, why, why did like, do you ever know why the guy shot you? Was it like a, was he a buddy? Was it just, well, a- you know, we were at a party, loud music, uh, drugs, uh, uh, booze, the whole thing. And, um, he was, he was messed up, man. 
and uh, he saw me. He had a gun. He was, I don't know what was going through his head. I didn't see the gun, didn't know he had it. He walked across the room, said, hey, Daniel, I look up. I mean, just instantly. I didn't have any clue what was going on. And then, uh, yeah, I was conscious through the whole thing. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't lose consciousness. It was brutal. (laughs) I don't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, the bullet, he shot me right between the eyes and the bullet ricocheted all through my head and ended up in my neck. So I got to, you guys can see a scar right here. You can't see it listening, but I have a scar on my neck where they fished that bullet out. And uh, I was in the hospital about a month. It was pretty gnarly. Man, man. And so, and so in high school, so you get shot in the head, right? You're in the, yeah. You're in the um, hospital for a month. Did you continue going to the same school? Were you transferred to a different school? Yeah. I mean, where did you meet this guy that you yeah, said? So, so while I'm in the hospital, my parents decided to move while I'm in the hospital. They're like, um, if we stay here, our boys are going to die. <laughs> and yeah. So um, we moved to uh, some, you know, a dumpy old house in the suburbs. And uh, we were, I was still just as poor. I just lived in a better place. And um, I get out of the hospital, I recover, and I got to finish my freshman year. And uh, so I go to this new school. It's Catoosa. You guys have heard of yeah. Catoosa. It's a little suburb east of Tulsa. And um, Port of Catoosa. The Port of Catoosa, yeah. yeah. My dad worked there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, anyway, um, I, I mean, just imagine... I'm the new weird kid that just got shot in the face. I look like a mutant and um, moved in from the hood. Didn't know anybody. I was socially toxic and uh, had no friends and knew zero people. And I met this guy, this guy, Willie Pruitt. He, he learned my story. Then he started using it against me to share Jesus with me every day. He became, he became the only friend I had. And so I just listened to him and I had questions. He had answers and, um, and you know, over a period of time, I eventually said yes to the Lord Come on. and, uh, and gave my life to Christ. And I remember praying, I'm yours, Lord. I'm all yours at 16. So I got shot at 15 and then, um, sometime. Yeah. He, he worked on me for a while. Come on. Was he, was Willie older than you or same age or? He was, yeah, Willie's about, uh, Willie's a year older. We were the same grade in school, but he was older than me. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. Willie uh, lives for Jesus, loves the Lord. So he's doing great. Well, that's so, cool. Yeah. So he was, he pretty much started discipling you. At- he did. Yeah. Yeah. Like Come he, on. if you're thinking about discipleship, he really started discipling me. He, honest to goodness, like. I didn't know, I couldn't have told you who Noah was in the Bible or Jesus. I mean, I knew the name Jesus. I couldn't have told you anything about Jesus or anything else for that matter. And he just started teaching me. And, and of course, so he was in church and he immediately got me into church. And the, and the church for me, I loved, I immediately fell in love with the church. It was the family I never had. Oh, that's cool. And so with the church, church doors were open, man, I was there. Uh, it didn't matter what was going on. And, um, and so, yeah, there was, there was a, a, a deacon in the church who was like the, he was the youth pastor, Scott Wood. And, uh, between Scott and Willie, um, and others in the church too, not just them, this taught me scripture. They taught me how, what it means to follow Jesus. And, and, um, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was in this word this morning. It's 2 Corinthians uh, 5, what, 20. We are therefore Christ's ambas- ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Yeah. Like he was being an ambassador for Christ, right? That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. I mean, think about what he had to do, the risk and height, the social equity. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. To be the friend to the weird kid, yeah. the 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 kid nobody wanted to be friends with, that I mean that's hard to do. Yeah, and he sure. didn't care. So. Yeah, so, yeah. Willie that's, knew everybody. He didn't care. That's cool. You're <clears throat> loving this, and a friend laying down his life for a friend, right? For that's a right. Come on. That's right. That's exactly. Yeah, that's super cool. Like he didn't yeah. care. Mm-mm. And uh, yeah, I'm here, obviously because of Jesus. Yeah, but because Jesus used somebody like Willie. Come yeah. on, my life. 
because of Jesus and Willie's obedience. That's right. That's yeah. super cool, man. All right, yeah. so so Willie Willie leads the Lord. You got your youth youth pastor pouring into right. So I mean, what's what's the next chapter of the story for Daniel? Well, so um, I graduate uh, high school and I go to uh, Northeastern State University and I played college football there. And, um, and so like through college, like I'm, I live for Jesus. I'm join a college ministry. I'm in church. And, um, you know, that my plan in life was to be a a math teacher and a football coach. That's what I wanted to do with my life. And, um, that's a good plan. Yeah, uh, it, it was, it was a really good plan. And, um, you know, um, I, w- I wasn't that great in college at, at football. I was average. I might've been below average actually, but <laughs> anyway. Um, and then, so like my third, I think it was my third year at Northeastern in Tahlequah. Um, the Lord got a hold of my heart one summer and um, <clears throat> I was, get this, I was reading, I was reading my Bible <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> How God speaks to us yeah, when we're through in the, the text, yeah. right? It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> a wild idea. And um, I was having my devotion time, and uh, it was Second Thessalonians one nine. And so I'm reading mm. through the text. I'm I'm like in a Bible reading plan kind of thing, and I'm just re- you know going along with the plan. And I read Second Thessalonians one nine. They will be punished with everlasting destruction forever separated from the Lord and his glorious power. And you know, there are some verses you read, they just jump off the page at you, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, and, and every, every verse could potentially at any, you know, if the Lord speaking to you and I read that and I just sensed in my heart, Daniel, go back and read it again. And I read it again. I read it again. And now I didn't hear like an audible voice. All right. Don't misunderstand what I'm about to say here, but I just sensed in my my soul and my gut, the Lord asking me, sweet, what are you going to do about that verse? What are you going to do about that verse? And I would read it again. What are you going to do about that verse? And, um, and I knew, I, I knew what God was calling me to do. I knew that God wanting, wanted me to change my plan to, uh, to be a uh, teacher and a football coach. He wanted me to go into ministry. And um, so I just, man, I began to cry. I began to, I began to pray. And uh, you know what? Like I prayed this, I, I ended up, it took me a while to get there. I ended up praying a similar prayer to when I gave my life to Christ. I prayed that night, Lord, I will do whatever you want me to do. And I will go wherever you want me to go. And so um, that led to um, that led to me leaving NSU and going to Randall University to Bible College. Oh, that's cool. And so man. yeah, and it was like through that that I met my wife. And so um, I didn't meet my wife at Randall University, but I met my wife at the church I was saved in. Her dad became the pastor oh. while I was in college. When this happened. And so, like, I get a hold of him, like, man, I think God's calling me into ministry. And he's like, I think, I think so. And so, eventually, I get into ministry. I go to, I'm going to Bible college, and I'm working part-time at my home church now. And um, his oldest daughter moved back home from college, and she's my wife now, so. That's awesome. Job security, too. Job security. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, worked out both ways. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, the so favor of the Lord. It is the favor of the Lord. It is the favor of the Lord. Man, that's a good story. Yeah. That's a super good story. Yeah. And so you, you started going to Randall College. Um, you started doing ministry. So how long have you been? I think, I don't, I can't remember if I asked this in the beginning or not. How long have you been doing ministry? No, I asked how long you've been following the Lord. How long right. have you been in ministry? Well, okay. So, um, man, gosh, put me to the test. So I would have been um, 20, I would have been like early 20s, um, yeah, like maybe 22, 23. And uh, when I started, just like part-time there 
and I was going to Bible college too. And then my, I was probably, uh, 2004, 2005 when I was my first full-time position, um, at a church, a different church in prior. And that's up by Tulsa. And, um, yeah, so I, so I did youth ministry for about, uh, 10 years or more. And then, um, and then at Calvary in Norman. That's cool. So yeah, it's kind of my path from prior to Woodward. You guys ever hear of that's, Woodward? That's yeah. the other yeah. side of the, the state. Yeah, yeah. Opposite sides of the Completely state. Completely opposite yeah. sides. Yeah, Highway 412 connects Prior and Woodward, yeah. just, just like five hours apart. That's all a, it is. It's a little ways across. <laughs> just a little ways across, and then from there, the Lord led me to Norman. That's to Calvary. Cool. Yeah, to Calvary. Yeah, I've been there for uh, going on nine years. Yeah, right on. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's super cool. And so, man, like, like go, kind of going back to the main question, right? So, like, how has disciple making, like, changed your life? And yeah. so you meet this guy. He kind of disciples you to Jesus. You got some other guys that kind of pour into you, right? And so you, you, you've had some men kind of disciple you, yeah. right? Walking out Matthew 28, the Great Commission, right? Absolutely. And so, man, like, kind of walk us through how that kind of played out, transitioning to you beginning to walk out Matthew 28 as well. Yeah, so I always had people in my life early on who were really great about um, impressing a, a personal walk, like a devotional life and a quiet time and that sort of thing. Like that was that was like beat in my brain by um, uh, by all these people. Even my father in law now, who was my pastor. Um, like read your Bible and pray and fast and meditate on the word and memorize scripture and things of that nature. Yeah. And so like, that's for me, that's what the Christian life was supposed to be. And, um, ups and downs, trials and struggles, but like the word, uh, just over time, um, I mean, it just is everything like knowing scripture just is everything. And so, um, <clears throat> I was never like, I guess you would say formally discipled. I talked about this. I don't know if it was you Ferris or with, yeah, I think it probably was, or maybe it was with uh, Dustin Murray. Like I was never formally discipled. It was informal. Yeah. And, uh, but it was effective, right? Um, but it wasn't on purpose necessarily, mm. necessarily. And, um, I don't know. So probably just, you know, God working in my life, I, you know, over time just really grew in Christ. And so, um, what, you know, the whole, uh, brown to green model, uh, three dimensional life model, um, has been honest to goodness, revolutionary in my own life first. Um, but then obviously as a disciple maker, as a pastor in ministry, it's been, yeah. uh, it, <clears throat> I've been telling people, especially the guys that, um, I've had in, in my first huddle, like this has been the most fruit that I've seen my whole ministry. Come on, man. In 2020, that was Come my on. first huddle yeah. last year. Come on. And, and that's not to say like there hasn't been fruit. Those, all those, I don't want to make it sound like it's just been horrible. It hasn't. (laughs) It's been awesome. Like, um, like I've seen a lot of kiddos, uh, come out of my youth ministry and go into ministry and many others just serving Jesus and on and on and on. So it's, it's good things have happened. Um, but I was never doing discipleship on purpose with a model that's that works yeah you know so for me i always thought am i jumping ahead tell me if i'm jumping ahead ferris no okay i'm not okay so for me here was discipleship you're making my job easy okay yeah (laughs) here's how i thought because this is like we we do what was done to us right right Right. and so for me this was discipleship right as a youth pastor and then even for many years as a pastor at calvary this was discipleship i'd get one dude one one one-on-one Okay. And here's what it was. It was Sunday school. <laughs> it was sit right. down with me. And this isn't all bad, right? but it's just not how Jesus did it. <laughs> right. Um, sit down with me 
and I'm going to teach you everything that I know. Right. And I feel like I know a lot of stuff. So I got a lot to teach you. Right. Just sit, sit down with me across from a table and I'll just teach you the Bible and I'll teach you theology and I'll teach you this and that. And somehow through osmosis, right? Right. It's just going to happen. And here's what I've learned. Like sometimes it did. There were some young men in my ministry almost accidental. It worked. Yeah. But it failed just as much. Well, more. Let's be honest. Especially, and here's what I know is as a pastor, as I start quote unquote discipling people through this method, this Daniel sweet one-on-one Sunday school, whatever you call it method. Yeah. I started noticing as a pastor, it never worked. Now as a youth pastor, it it would, it would work. They're good soil. Good soil. (laughs) Yeah. The younger they are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're like grace and peace. Old people now playing. That was a joke. (laughs) Travis, grace and peace. Well, like (laughs) just an inside joke. No, I'm I'm the old people. Oh yeah. (laughs) And, um, but I was just seeing failure. Yeah. As a, as a pastor at Calvary, when I'm doing this one-on-one thing, I was like, why isn't this sticking? Like I had young men that would go into ministry and are doing great, you know, when I yeah. would do this kind of stuff, but this isn't sticking. I have a question for you just yeah. really quick. As yeah, you're yeah. talking about this, what, how would you, not how you define disciple making now or discipleship now mm-hmm. at that time, what was the definition of disciple for you? Like making a disciple. Yeah. Like how would you a, have defined a, it back then? A follower of Jesus. Follower of Jesus. Yeah. It would have been a, you know, real simple. I wouldn't have, uh, define it probably like I do now. Yeah. How would you define making a disciple then? Like pretty much how you're kind of describing it. Like, Hey, you sit in front of me, I'm going to just tell you everything I know. Yeah. I kind of had this idea that, and this isn't, again, this isn't all wrong. I just had this idea. If, if you will learn everything that I know, most of the things that I know, you will fall in love with Jesus. Like I have, right. This is kind of what I thought. Yeah. Like for me, like, man, I got into the word and I didn't remember before I was a Christian, I didn't know anything about the Bible. So for me, like scripture was like, like it was just mind blowing. Um, like I remember, I remember being, I couldn't have been probably 16, 17 years old. And I remember reading in one sitting, uh, John 12, I started in John 12 when Jesus enters Jerusalem, the triumphal entry through the, through the end of John 21. I remember at the, I remember I was like 16 or 17 years old. I'm weeping at the end of this. Like, why doesn't everybody just get this? Like, you know, kind of thing. And I just, that's probably what I thought about discipleship. Like if everybody would just, if these guys would just see the Bible and see Jesus the way I do, that that'd do it for them you know and that's not completely wrong but that's also that's also not true at the same time like it's not how it works that's not how jesus did it yeah that's the bottom line jesus didn't do that yeah come on so so what i mean like i hear you saying like like with a different purpose like i i don't know if you said it or if it just popped into my head because but like highly intentional with the yeah. purpose of, I was not, I wasn't discipled on purpose yeah. or, or, and it wasn't all that intentional. It happened, yeah, but it wasn't on purpose or intentional. And then, so that's what I did. Right. I turned around and I just kind of, well, I, I sat in church all the time and I sat in Bible studies all the time and it, right. it changed my life. Yeah. So that's just what I'll do. And, you know, and I don't know what I was batting. Maybe, maybe I was batting 400, I don't know, 300. I don't know, but it was, it wasn't working. Yeah. You know, what shifted for you on that? Um, you, you Ferris is what did it. (laughs) It was at church camp. Um, do you remember that one? There was one night, uh, I came up to you and was like, Hey, um, will you just pray over the service? Do you remember that? You came, you prayed over the service and, uh, like, so because of that, there was like some kind of like you prayed, man, and you prayed down heaven, bro. You did. And um it was it was awesome. It was a moment. This is twenty nineteen, right? Yeah, I don't know. Was it? 
20 <laughs> keep going i think it was i think it was and it was great but there was some like deal wasn't there because of that i don't know i, I don't know either <laughs> i don't know like there was i remember walking i asked you if i could read the word and so that, yeah. yeah like you like yeah it was no problem yeah from, it's just i mean it wasn't a problem for me and i read john 17 which the lord which was yeah. I mean, so this, it's a crazy story because the reason I, I don't know, I'm starting to get choked up because yeah. we've, we've met several times. You haven't said that, but there, that was a significant day. Well, that's what started it. Yeah. That's what started this ball rolling down Man, this hill. That's, that's super cool. Like there was a moment where, yeah, there was some stuff and, but man, I, I remember I, I walked out of a meeting and my heart was just broken. I walked out of a meeting and I was, and I went, I, there was a pavilion and so I just kind of went and I began to pray. And I was like, I was just beginning to like, like Lord, like anyway, I be, I begin to pray. And so afterwards we kind of were sitting around with our youth and we're, and we're talking. And one of the guys, like he's, um, I was letting him lead at the time. He became one of that classroom's leader. Like he was following me as I was this in that a classroom. guy in your church. There's a guy in our church, Aaron yeah. Curry. And so we go, we go by twos. And so me and him were in charge of the 11th and 12th grade boys. Gotcha. And so he was kind of, I was like, Hey, why don't you just kind of lead? And so Aaron, Aaron turns to the kids and he's like, Hey, like I'm going to go first, right? Just how there's like, so for you viewers, like there's four of us in this room. Like it's me, Daniel, Travis, and Jeremy. So Aaron would like turns the guy close to him. So I'd be like, Hey Jeremy, like I'm going to, I'm going to read word to you. And then I want you to read word to Travis. And then Travis, I want you to read word to Jeremy and Jeremy, you're going to read word to me. Right. I just pulled away from mm. the mic. Sorry. Okay. And so, yeah, yeah. and uh man, I remember, and I'm sitting there like, I think you'd already asked it to pray. Like you had asked, asked it to pray yeah, before that. I just that, like and found I'm like, you. I was like, Hey Ferris. Yeah. And uh, I probably didn't call you Ferris. I no. probably called you Michael. Yeah. And, uh, just, yeah. Pray before yeah. You know, the church that yeah. night, you know, in front of a thousand teenagers. So, yeah. And I was, I was asking for word and asking the Lord to lead me in that. And this kid turns to me and he began, like he begins to quote John 17. And so this kid's okay. like, I've never heard the voice of the Lord. Like I've never spoke life in anybody like, you know, so that was his thing. And then, so he turns to me and he starts quoting John 17, which I was just praying oh. and I lose it. And this kid's like, what's happening right now? And Aaron's excited. He just spoke life to Ferris. Right. And so I was like, this is the word the Lord's <laughs> giving me. And I remember coming up to you asking if I could read it. And then, and then I just right, opened my mouth right. and the Lord did the rest. So keep going. Yeah. And so, um, and yeah, like it was, it was a powerful moment and church and then church happened, you know, right. church camp. Uh, worship speaker, the, the, you know, the whole rigmarole was a good night. As far as I remember, it was a good night. And then I just remember walking through, um, like the, ch- that chapel and you're in a meeting with somebody. And I don't know what it's about, but it sounds it to me, it sounds like it's about like you took up too much time cause you did. I mean, you read all, you didn't take up too much. It's cool, bro. <laughs> you didn't take up too much time in my book, I'm just saying it sounded like you were in a meeting and someone was like, yeah, that took too long. Was that, mm. is that about right? I don't know. I overheard that, <clears throat> overheard something like that. Like somebody, it sounded like it was, there was a, a ruckus because Ferris rocked the boat. Yeah. I, did you rock the boat Ferris? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I just overheard what I overheard, bro. And yeah. so I was like, all right, you know, okay. Jesus rocked the boat. I don't know <laughs> what the deal was. It seemed fine to me. And so there was, there was some question going on at this church camp about like, what the heck is Hera church up to? What's going on with Hera church? And so I, you know, I feel like I, like when I sense sort of a theological something or another, like I lay my teeth into that. And so I just called up pastor Chris. I said, Hey man, can we have lunch? (laughs) That's what I did. I just want to figure out what's going on. You know, is there something going on at Hera church? And, um, I don't think you can make that lunch meeting. Do you remember this? (laughs) Yeah. Or you didn't want to make the lunch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They did. Yeah. And and so uh, Dustin Murray came with uh, Pastor Chris and um, here was the, the, here was my intention with this. I just want to know, is there some problem with our church camps? You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm involved in that. Like, is there, is there a, is there a problem with how Ferris prayed or, is there something going on here that I need to? And so 
I come to this meeting kind of with my guard up a little bit. Like, what's what is about to go down here? <laughs> what's going? And I think I just asked. Chris would have to jump on here and tell me maybe Dustin about like how, like, so we go to lunch. We, we, we go to Alfredo's there and more. It's awesome by the way. And I start off the meeting like, man, what's, what's, what's up with what is going on at Heritage church? And, um, Moiks, he just says, why don't you just, and I've known Dustin a long time. Um, through, through church camps. He's yeah. like kind of a lot of years been kind of the point person like yeah. would come and give me a check or something like that. I, sure. I take care of registration and stuff like that at camps. And um, he was like, well, why don't I just have Dustin tell you? And he did. And I, and I immediately, my guard went down within just a minute. Like, okay, Daniel, there's nothing, there's nothing up here. You are missing something. And they have it. That's honestly what I began to think mm-hmm. as I'm, I'm as I'm stuffing my face with nachos, listening to Dustin Murray. There's not some um, some issue to be worried about. They have something. They have answers, and you need to know what's going on. And so, like my whole demeanor change was like, all right. And we were there a good long time. And it was yeah. great. I was there and there were two other pastors there. And we walked away like, that is awesome, man. Like, whatever is going on over there, that is great. Now, my whole thing, though, is when I walked away, I was going, yeah, and I want that. Yeah. I want to know what's up. <laughs> Come on. I want to know what's up. And so that led to, um, and it just seemed like at that lunch, to me, there was just a lot of peace there. You know, I think once everybody was like, all right, they're just like changing people's lives. That's what's going on. You know, Michael Ferris just got up there and prayed down heaven because he's on fire for Jesus and ain't nobody got a problem with that. And so, um, yeah. And so what happened after that? So from that, Oh, Ferris, help me out, man. I met, did I meet with you? First? I think, yeah, yeah. So, they, now my, so now my memory's getting a little yeah. fuzzy kind of, so pick up kind of. Yeah. So Murray, Murray and Moix didn't have me go to that meeting. They were protecting me. They didn't know what, they didn't want me to walk into something as well. So they're like, what? Hey, we're going to, we're going to go, yeah, we're going to go to the, because yeah. Cause I think it was kind of like, what's going on here? Kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's, that's a yeah. fair assessment. Yeah, that yeah. that was more because our, I think some of our kids were being doing some pranks. So that not because just just you're right. Yeah, that, I forgot there was something going on yeah. there. Yeah, and with, I think with Hera kids and some other kids and yeah. at the camp too. That's right. That's right. I yeah. left that part out. But yeah, we're yeah. not gonna we're not gonna tell that story. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. But man, it, we yeah, probably better not. Yeah, <laughs> it was. But then I think what it was you had you had texted me, and you're like, hey, do you know this kid? You remember that? And so like you sent yes. me this and I just remember I'm sitting, I, I was getting ready yes, to go to bed. I remember like, this I'm now. laying in bed and I get Who this, is this kid. I get this text <laughs> message like, Hey, do you know this kid? Well, no photo came and my heart just drops. Like, Oh, what do my kids do? Like, yeah. this is bad. This is we're a month out from camp or two months. I don't care. It was a while. Yeah. Like it had been a while. And I'm like, Oh no. Like what happened? And then the photo came and I was like, nah, that's not my kid. <laughs> like, it's like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> and so I think I He's probably from Dell city or something. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd asked you, um, Hey, would you like to get lunch? And so we started having lunch. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that, so that's when I began to, well, I mean, I'm already realizing this, but I'm starting to, as I'm meeting with you, understand like there is a there is a model here and i need to learn it like the this church has some answers to stuff i've been not that i've been seeking but i haven't been voicing i haven't been talking about it but i've always been since i've been a a lead pastor i've been struggling with discipling guys it hasn't been working and here i'm seeing like okay they're doing some things and it's working it's it's not, and that's not even a good word, um, but it's changing lives. And so, yeah, God just gave me peace with you and Murray Pastor Chris and, and yeah. Murray and, and um, uh, you guys resourced me 
uh, just here's read this, do this, read that, go here um, with a lot of uh, the brown to green stuff and, and Mike Breen and uh, 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 the uh, Putnam. Jim, Jim Putman. Jim Putman. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of that stuff and just kind of turned me on to a lot of that. And Dr. Robert Coleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and so, yeah, that, that started my journey. That started my journey. And um, so I started leading a huddle at the beginning of 2020. That's when I began leading a huddle. And so that was that was Gen, gen 1. Yeah. And uh, those guys are all discipling people. Not well, The COVID huddle. The COVID, you know, and I think I was telling you, like, you checked in on me, um, uh, like, hey, man, I don't, so I don't know when you, but it was probably like, probably about this time last year, April, May kind of thing. Yeah, it was right before it, it's right before COVID took off. We went, yeah. met, we met right here in Dell City. Yeah, 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 we did. Yes, yeah. yeah. And and it was like, hey, you know, what's COVID doing to your discipleship huddles and stuff like that? And I remember saying, uh COVID can't stop discipleship. Come on, come it might on. be able to stop church on Sunday morning, but it can't stop discipleship. And that's actually true. It yeah. is true. I mean, there's so much truth to that. And um, that's why, like, in one of the craziest, wild um, seasons of ministry for everybody. Right. And I, I saw as much fruit that I had ever seen. Come on, Lord. And in, in my discipleship puddle. Come so, on, man. Yeah. Just, just walking out what Jesus did. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's I mean, it. That's simple. I remember, I remember when you sit down, you're like, like what's like we were talking about the model. I'm like, Daniel, like we simply like we see Jesus doing it, we do it. We don't see Jesus doing it, we don't do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, Ferris said, "Because uh, man, because I would, I was probing with questions. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? Like, yeah. and I still do. Um, just probing all these questions, and and you said something that was like it clicked. Um it helped me out. And he said, you know, you're, you're probably, you're probably right. Sweet. Like you're, it sounds like to me, you're kind of looking for a syllabus and there's really not a syllabus. And for me, that was, that may not sound to you Mm -hmm. like some earth shattering kind of statement, but you said that. And doesn't sound like anything I would say. (laughs) It it was definitely the Lord, but (laughs) it really, it clicked in my head because it was like, I felt I felt as if it was like I don't have to have a syllabus. Yeah. I'm a syllabus kind of guy. Yeah. Come on. And and I have to walk with Jesus to be able to disciple people. Come on, man. Not that a model is bad, but a step-by-step syllabus, that's not what Jesus did. Yeah. That's it. But there is a model and the model is good. The model was good. And so that really helped. That really like made sense of, you know, a three dimensional life. Yeah. So, yeah. Come on, man. And so you, you got these guys, it's your first huddle, your first D group. And so discipling them, you released them. Now they're making disciples, right? Yeah. And I mean, last, last four, time we four had out lunch, of five are four out of five are making disciples. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, on, man, man, like what's going on at Calvary? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like what's up there? What's what's up, yeah. what's up with you guys? God is doing some cool stuff, man. Come um, on. Well, these like it's just I don't know. It's like a ripple through the church, right? Like we're seeing these men; their lives have been transformed, and then they start when they start fishing. That's really when I began to notice. Um, hey, other people are picking up on this. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, because um. So backing up just a little bit. So meeting with you guys, I also got in touch with um, Mike Breen's ministry, 3DM, and uh, did some coaching with them and stuff like that too, like kind of all kind of in conjunction in 2019. And so that's why I felt, you know, felt good about launching out like I did. And, And so especially through you guys, I don't know if you remember saying, I think you said this too. Uh, discipleship isn't something you sign up in the lobby for. Yeah. Michael Ferris probably quoted somebody else, but, <laughs> but that stuck with me yeah. that discipleship isn't something you sign up in the lobby for. You know how many times I've tried, Hey, pastor going to disciple people sign up in the lobby. You know how many times I tried that? 
I'm embarrassed to say. Right. But I realized that's not what Jesus did. Jesus went and he fished yeah. and he met people he had peace with yep. and he sought them out. And, and, and so that's what I did. And that to me, that's probably the most fun part. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but <clears throat> no, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exciting. Yes. And, um, man, where was I at? I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Yeah. What the ripple that's going through. Yeah. So like, so that stayed pretty quiet, right? The first generation is yeah. I'm finding these guys because I didn't advertise it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't talk about it. it. Wasn't from stage. Yeah. I never talked about it from the stage. Come on. I still have not talked about it from the stage. Is that bad? I don't know. But I don't. I haven't. Yeah. And but everybody knows about it now. Yeah. Um, it's the worst kept secret at Calvary. <laughs> um so I never talked about it from the stage. I'm meeting with these guys and and probably about I can kind of sense six eight months in, I, I there's chatter. I hear, hey, I know that you're discipling these guys, Pastor. Da, da, da. It's like, how'd you know about that? Right. And um when they start fishing, yeah, it's you could you could tell you could just sense like God is moving more yeah in this place than he ever has and it's but it's not hoopla kind of movement you know what I mean it's not some manufactured kind of thing because I've done man. that in church before man I've done um, that instead of pro- instead of producing fruit um uh, pastors and ministry leaders often like to produce cotton candy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we manufacture growth, we manufacture excitement, we manufacture things. And it's so much of it is just fluff and it's not of God. Mm-hmm. And that, I guess that's probably the biggest difference is like, as these guys are out ministering, discipling, like you can just, I, I can just kind of sense like, a real kingdom mindset that's, and we're not there yet. Like this is just generation two. And so, but it's happening and it's exciting. And here's what, and so as a pastor, one of the things that excites me about it is I just, I've never been more assured of the future and health of, of the church. Than Come a pastor. On, never. Come on. I've never been more Come assured on. of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, <clears throat> I know we're, we're not, we need, we need, we need to keep pressing on here. Right. But I just feel like if I, if I, something happened to me or I just walked away or, or whatever, like this would keep going. I, I know it would, it'd keep going and we'd be all right. It'd be fine. That's a good so, word, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so that, that is, I don't know. There's something just, there's a lot of shalom in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To know like, I don't have to, I don't have to come up with the best and brightest, coolest, slickest idea, you know, like we just need to do what Jesus did and slowly, but assuredly like this body is going to change the world. Yeah. We're going to like, it's going to be all right, man. Like we're going to do it. So just keep walking it out. Keep walking out. I have some word like you're talking about how like, man, like it's just, you're seeing like you can see the body getting well, right? Yes. And so I was reminded of Ephesians four starting at verse 11 and it says, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints, right? Which simply means like, man, it just means believers, right? Right. For the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of faith and the knowledge of the son of God to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of fullness of Christ so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried away by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness, deceitful schemes, rather speaking the truth and love. We are to grow up in every way into him. So who is, who is the head into Christ from whom the body is joined and held together by every joint with which is equipped and with which part is working properly makes the body grow. So that it builds itself up in love. Amen. Every like, Christian has a calling on their yeah, life. Come on. Sure. Everyone, every one of them rise of the royal priesthood, right? That's right. Man, come yeah. on, come yeah. on, and um, man, I'm just um, you're talking about that first huddle that I had. I just feel like there's a bond there. Come yeah. on, you know what I mean? Like we were in the trenches. We were Gen One, and uh, hmm. to see those guys do what they're doing now, and I think about it, and it just 
I, I almost tear up yeah. when I think about where we were and where we and where they are now, and and to know Jesus did that. Yeah, he did yeah. that. Come on. Yeah. Well, it's 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 what you're saying. It's the intentionality out of it, right? Yeah. Like you're like, man, there was no intentionality here, but now there's this intentionality, and it's what we see Jesus doing with the twelve disciples. Right. And we see this relationship of intentionality. We see it with Paul and Timothy. Like right now, I'm, I've been breaking down a letter of Timothy. And it's just, you can see this relationship that him and Paul had as you eat the word as you know, Yes. and yeah. what's really cool. I mean, it's what we, we talk about. There's the four phases of disciple making, right? Like there's D one, which is like the honeymoon phase. It feels right. sweet. It's fun. Right. Like right. we're all having a good time. Hey, Daniel sweet invited me to come to his house. Right. Yeah. Like I'm hanging, like, yeah, we're having a great time we're and steaks. we're, yeah, we're eating yeah. steaks. We're building a relationship. You know, it's a little awkward, you know, it's kind of like dating yep. and then D two, which is the come and die. Like, man, like, if anyone chicken. comes after me, like deny yourself, pick up your oh, cross man. and follow me, right? Like you got to die to self, say yes to Jesus. Yeah. And it it's rough. It's hard. It's that Kairos when heaven's trying yes. to collide with earth, which we know there's ongoing Kairos right? But never, but man, and it, like that's the part where it's like, you know, first, oh, it's Daniel. It's fun. I love you. And it's like, hey, I don't like you anymore. Yep. This is not fun, right? And that, if they're going to walk away, that's when they're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's sure. it. But yeah. man, when you really. persevere and you walk through that, right? Like you glean phileo love. Yeah. Like, cause you've done hard things together. Like it's what yes. we see. Like you see it with men who go to combat together, you know, like band of brothers, right? Like they did oh, hard man. things together. They were in the trenches, right? And they built this relationship and you see that. And then you really like, and then I think it too, it's the part where like, like, man, like you start fighting for one another. Like, dude, I'm not fighting oh against gosh. you. Yeah. I'm fighting for you. Right. And your hearts become like, I've, I'm, I'm watching with my guys right now. Like we got to fight for someone's freedom two nights ago. And man, like it was cool. And everyone, like my guys usually like nine o'clock, like they're all, they all get up really early and go to work. And so usually nine o'clock, they start getting squirmy, nine 30. And so I try to let them go at nine 30. Well, we didn't leave till 11 and not one of those men tried to leave. Like they stayed there and fought for that guy's freedom and they loved him well. And man, he sees it. He's like, man, you guys love me well. And you fought for my freedom. Thank you for loving me. And it's already knitting hearts together even more so. Right. Oh, yeah. And they're like, man, you're not, you're not attacking me. You're trying to help me walk to freedom. Right. Right. Like, and, and even there, and there were some awkward moments where he's like, you know, like, Hey, you said this, like, did I, did I say anything or did I give you the word? He's like, you, you gave me the word. Right. All right. Bingo. And so yeah. we kept, we kept moving can't on complain about that. Right, you can't complain about that, but man, like it, but then you in there enter D three. It's ban, like, it's band of brothers oh, it's time. Like fun. it's fellowship yeah. again, right? Like you, it's a blast. It is. You've done hard things together and you, yeah. man, like you're like, Oh man, this is fun again. And we're having a great time. And no, yeah, man, no longer and, servants, but friends. Yeah. No longer servants, but friends. And There's you're on, so much and then, truth to that. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. And then you're like, Hey, let's go now. We're going to go do on mission together now. Right. Oh my gosh. And it's, you're just having a blast and you're having a fun. It's a good time. And, I felt like going on mission was just, I didn't ever want that then. Yeah. This is so much fun. fun, It's like the honeymoon phase all over, but it's like, it's like time a hundred. Like it's just like being married, right? Like times a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. The word that comes to my mind, maybe a bad word. I don't know. (laughs) It's like, it's a fraternity of guys. There you go. Like, you said knit, knit their, you know, your hearts, their hearts together. Yeah. Their hearts together. Gosh, that's so true. Well, it's like, it's the four steps to a movement. It is the four it's steps the to a movement. It's the fourth step. It's communitas. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's this this community that's built out of being on mission together, right? Right. Like it's more than just community. You're being knit together, doing hard things together, right? That's it. And so it's white hot faith that Jesus is Lord. Right. Right. Like it's making disciples who make disciples. Mm-hmm. It's Apes, which is what Ferris just read out of Ephesians four. Yeah. Which brings freedom to walk in your giftings, right? Yeah, yeah. And then as mission, you're doing mission this, and discipleship is everything in your yeah. mission. Um, do you guys sense like in your huddles, um, do you guys call them huddles? What do you guys call them? I, I call it D group. I don't D-groups. agree. Huddle. Yeah. Um, so many like inside jokes. Oh dude. So many like <laughs> yes. ragging on one another. Yeah. Like the guys in my huddle, like, we can bust on each other's oh, heart. Yeah. Like other people, you'd be fighting over something yeah. like that. You can't say that thing, but in your, that's just how close you are. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's, um, I don't know, man. It, it just almost makes you want to well up. It's, yeah. uh, it's well, I mean, it's so much peace there and love. That's and it. It's just Come amazing. On. It's amazing. And that's, and then, you know, like phase four, you release them and you're like, Oh, and it's this, hard. It yeah. sucks again. Like, yep. Yep. Coming to an end. Yep. You know, and for me that, of course I just had, you know, I'm just, 
I'm on my second huddle now, and so I've only done that once. Um, it would, I could sense. Do you, so I did like this commissioning kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I washed their feet. We yeah. had the yeah. Lord's Supper together, yeah. and had a, <laughs> their families were there too. Yeah, we do the same. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's probably where I got it from. Oh, somebody probably. I, I, told I me th- that. you probably got it from the Word. Or there. It could, it could be. Yeah. It seems like it's in there. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I could sense like that commissioning. Um, that the, the guys in the huddle were more sad than me. Um, I was really, yeah. Like I wept like a baby. Well, I, you know, I was more. I don't think I was sad as exciting, but it was, I ugly cried. I was, I was full of joy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I was it. just like, this is yeah. amazing yeah. what's happening. And, uh, I think for them, there was kind of this man bummer. Yeah. And, but they also knew I got a job. It was now. good. Yeah, I got a job. On. I got yeah. something I got to do. And, uh, you know, and, and there was a bit of, um, I don't know if this get it, taking up too much time here. No, there you're was good. a bit of like, it was, was some sadness for the guy who didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. You know, there always is, man. For sure. Like that, I, st- I still pray for is, the ones who walked away. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And, and he walked away from all of us and he walked away from the church and he walked in. Yeah. Yeah. Walked away from a lot. Yeah. yeah. It happens. It's, you know, is this fair to say discipleship is dangerous? It is dangerous. I tell him that this man, is hey, what we're doing here. This is actually quite risky. It is, yeah. man. But I mean, is not not how it was when Jesus came, though. Yes, sir. Right. And so, Amen. man, like, I'm I'm reminded too. Like, here's what I love. Like, when you're making disciples, like, it makes the gospel come alive in a whole new way, right? Like, you understand why Jesus wept when the rich young ruler like walked right. away. Like you, like you begin, like you don't. He wanted him to follow him. Yeah. He really meant, like, yeah. come right. on. It's I'm, words on the like. It's no longer words on the page, but like you begin to own it because you're like, man, like you begin to see that. Like an understanding in that moment, going, man, I, I, oh my gosh, I understand why he wept. Now that's right. And it's not, and man, like, and I'm, and there's some, you know, talks like, oh, does that mean they walk away from the Jesus? Like, man, like, but the reality is, like, I'm not, like, I don't think they necessarily walk away from the Lord, but they walk away from what the Lord intends to have for them. That's right. Which is heaven here on earth for them. I think it could be that they walk away from. Sometimes the Lord. it is. Yeah. Sometimes and, and, it is. And and for for others, it may not be that they're walking away from Jesus, but they're walking away from victory. From yeah. that's yeah, come from on, freedom from freedom. They're 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 going back to sleep. Yeah. True. Is that exactly. fair? Yeah. yeah. Like they no. don't want to wake up. They don't. Yeah. Yeah, a wake o sleeper. They'd rather be lukewarm. Yeah. They'd rather be they, comfy than. That's it. You know, they're like, man, like and this, the, this is too hard. I'm going to go back to comfortable. Yeah. 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 Um, sitting in the recliner feels good, man. Yeah. But there's know? no growth when you're comfy. That's right. When you're comfy. That's right. I think a practical, like for, um, not just pat, obviously not just pastors, but any Christian that is thinking about jumping into a, a, a huddle or a, uh, uh, help me out what do you D group D D group group. yeah whatever you call them discipleship yeah i think they got many names many Many names many names there is there is sacrifice right yes for the disciple maker oh yeah there's a whole there's a whole leader like just like we just went through the phases of of uh disciple making like there's a whole leader leadership side of that yes. too like right yeah, because yeah. the square is not just for the disciples no, for the leader, no, too. For leader too yeah and i remember like when my first huddle um they start connecting the dots like sweet you give up a lot of time doing this yep yeah. i give up a lot of time doing yeah. this. you like pray for us and you yeah. prepare and you host and you you know do you know, there's it's a lot of time and then and and they start like they're counting the cost of that yeah, they are. and it, like from on. the beginning they know like he's told me that he's going to teach me to do this <laughs> they know from the beginning and then they start to think about and and later on they start to process cuz they saw a guy walk away yeah they start to process this is emotionally hard yeah. This isn't just time, effort, and energy, blood and sweat. It is that. But it's also your heart. Mm-hmm. It's also like yeah. relationship. Yeah. You're putting it on the line. Yeah. Because if somebody walks away from this, they're kind of 
severing a relationship and they, kind of breaking up with you. It you gets, know what yeah. I mean? And like, if, and if they, yeah. And sometimes it's awkward when you bump into them. Oh uh, yeah. Like, oh, hey, how are you doing? You know, and very so, difficult, man. Like it's, I, it's cool what you're saying because I often tell my guys like the reality is like, man, when you, when you begin, you know, so like, like we always say this, like discipleship is for you, but disciple making is for others. Right. But when you begin to make disciples and Travis can piggyback on this, cause we've talked about it all the time. I, I had, like that's where the Lord began to really form me. Like I thought the Lord was forming me when I was being discipled. Isn't right? that interesting? But yeah. then when I begin to make disciples, yeah. like it's when the Lord really began to form me. Like I thought I knew what coming die was right. But right. then when I begin to make them, yeah. Oh man, like the Lord began to just like, he began to form me. I began to learn like come and dies like left and right. Like the first time I had a guy walk away cause it was hard and weeping. And, and it was, What's like our story, like, man, like it wasn't the moment, like we have a sad when he walked away, but the Lord was like, man, just give him peace, like, like just give him grace and peace in that moment. And so we did, you know, and I think he thought there was going to be a huge fight. Like he showed up that night and he, and he thought there was going to be like, we're going to, we're going to wrestle this thing out. But like my guys are ready, but the Lord was like, like just love them well. And so we loved them well. And I remember making the joke. I was like, I feel like we're on the bachelor. Like, like, I, he like told, I should be giving like you a rose. This guy told you this is my last. Yeah, he made us a meal, and he's like, "I'm out." So we, but he's like, "I'll hey, see my our guy just bounced." Yeah, man. well, oh. there's some that bounce. Trust me, that's <laughs> yeah. happened too. Well, I remember, but with this guy, like it, the part, like in it, in it, man, it broke my heart. I remember weeping and praying for him. But the part, like he was like, "I want to, I still want to be part of the group." Like there was something there with his with his spouse, but he's like, "I still want to be part of the group," and like with the you know and talk and man and and so like it, what happened like a month later, like he had to, he had to stop. Yeah. And I remember he texts, he said, I like, I need you guys to remove me from the group because it's not, it's like this. I don't want to get into the story, but it's just not going well. Please like, please remove me from the group. Wow. And a man, I remember like I removed him and I fell to my knees and just wept. It's hard. You know, yeah. like I just wept because I was like, man, like, cause even like in the group, like at least we were able, like, what's the Lord, you know, what's the Lord yeah, teaching yeah, you? Yeah. Still like, connection with the word. Yeah, right. But then it was that moment. And I remember just like weeping. Right. Because he chose, he chose one thing over the other and he had word. He had a word for that where the Lord was like, dude, don't do this. Yep. And so, man, but it, it's, but again, like it's that moment of like, like you're learning and then like even learning like not to pick up their Kairos, right? We've talked about this, like don't, yeah, right? and yeah, I'm my Kairos, yeah. right? Like don't, don't right. letting it, not letting their Kairos begin to burden you down. Yeah. Right. But like, instead of like, like I'm I always tell people this, like I'm reminded like Jesus intercedes for us. Right. And Romans is like, man, he's, he's always interceding for the father, which is super cool. Cause you know, like sin, like you break the word sin down, it means to miss the mark. Right. And then when you break the word down to intercession, like where Jesus is interceding, it means like he's hitting the mark for us. Bingo. So it's yeah. this picture of an archer. Like I'm shooting and I'm completely left field. <laughs> and Jesus like snatches in the air. It's like, nope, boom, hit target. Yeah. Right. Like gold medal. And so, man, like it's, and so I'm always reminded, like if Jesus is interceding for me, I need to be interceding. I need to be interceding for others. If yeah. I'm to model Christ for people, like, yeah. is it not right that I'm be interceding? And so it's that moment of like, oh, and you know, so I mean, Travis talk about this all the yeah. time. Yeah. When the Lord wakes me up in the middle of the night. Sometimes he does that. <laughs> yes. Now I'm praying for my guys. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm praying for my guys. Yeah. And I try to let them know, you know, hey, mm. this is what's going on. And for for my yeah. wife, for the women she's walking with, right? Like there's a, everything looks different now after making disciples and having a family. Like my wife yeah. and I both making disciples. It all looks different. Wow. It changes the priorities in your life and where you. Yeah. Where you invest your time and your effort, your resources. Man, like what? Uh, are we going over time? No, no, no. Keep going. We can make like what? This, what make generation are you guys on? Like how far into this? Are <clears> oh, Michael's on like ten. I'm on two. <laughs> I'm, I'm on two. That's not. Yeah. Uh, Jen, I would so. <laughs> Jen three, and then I've I've discipled some guys like Zach Johnston. You know Zach, right? Yeah. And yeah. uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Clarksville, Tennessee. I yeah, discipled I him through Zoom. Um, oh my gosh. So like. I think he's on generation two, but then like, I've also done, so I'm on gen three, but I've also discipled some guys through zoom. I'm currently discipling two guys right now that are awesome. Joshua Cohen and David Hamlin. Both of them I met in Montana through Clyde Christian ranch. We go on vacation too. Yeah. So, yeah. You've talked to me about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go sometime. It's awesome. The it's, look in your eye dude, makes me want to do it. It's, oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's awesome. It, it's, it's so much fun. Um, it's like, dude, it's like youth camp for families. Like it's, but it's for oh, us, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't have to go work like they, and they feed you. They take anyway. Um, giving Clyde and Hurst a little promo there. Yeah. And so, uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but anyway, man, like it's just super. Yeah. It's, that's probably what I'd say we're on gen three, but I mean, yeah. technically though, I would say where are we at as a body from Moix to us? Like I'm on gen three, but from, 
from from Rachel and Chris now it's been what five six generations well, so I was teaching to join the family class on Sunday and there was a fifth gen girl in that class yeah so at our body yeah. so I mean I think there's in, uh, in some of the legs there's five and six generations how did how do they find a Jesus movement isn't yeah. it like by fifth uh, generations I'm not sure I'm not as smart as that but I've heard that there's that's something to do with that yeah I don't know but there's a movement going on. There, yeah. There's no doubt the Lord is moving. I'm yeah. not going to say I, I know how to define it. As a I mean, movie. eventually I just it spider webs, right? That's and exactly it's just, You can't even it's control it's it exponential. anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. like, I don't even know where this is going. That's it's exactly awesome. it. I mean, well, it's the word that goes. And I mean, and we've even tried to be reality. Like the reality is we tried to like trace it down before and try to figure it out. Yeah. And it was, it was a pain. Too hard. Sca- <laughs> oh, dude, it was, it was a headache. Like it was one of those things where like, like I was reminded of David trying to count, you know, do, count his That's army. Exactly just, what I was thinking and of. Man, and like, so it got to the point where we're like, listen, like if the word is true and it says, if this thing's from man, it'll burn up. But if this is from the Lord, it will flourish. And like, what are we, what are we trying to do? Like, let it flourish, right? Yeah. And so, like, man, like it. That's that's the reality is if it's not like it's not from man. Like, really, reality is like it's not like I'm not making disciples of Mike Ferris. I'm making disciples of Jesus, yeah. right? If I was making right. disciples of Mike Ferris, like we wouldn't be talking about. We're Third, true. fifth gens, right? right? We would, yeah. But in the reality is like, we're discipling people to Jesus and the Lord, like his hand is on it. Mm-hmm. And when people wake up and they, like that hunger you're talking about and they get like, man, they wake up to the hunger and like, the, they're like, man, like the word is true. Jesus is true. Like he is enough inside me. Like, man, I was like, I was praying on the way here and like with their, uh, Murray's getting ready to teach Sunday and it's some word that he was going to teach and some word in Timothy, like that it's the same word. Like I was in this morning. I'm like, the Lord's blowing my mind. Yeah. And it's just like, man, like, like, like Jesus is enough, right? Like we're full of Jesus. Like he's like, man, like you've been filled, like we're full on him and like he's enough. And so like that realization, dude, it just begins to, like white hot faith that Jesus is Lord, dude, it sets a blaze, right? It really does. And it, it really and does. It catches. Yeah. I was reading in John two. That's where I'm at. My Bible reading uh, last night, I was reading John two verse five, where Jesus turns water into wine. Come on. And Mary Mary says to the servants, go and do what he tells you. Man, that just jumped out at the page. Oh, just on. go do what he tells you. And then if you keep reading in the text, they go and they they take water that, that is for uh, purification. Yeah. Cleansing. That's not the water that you would serve. That's, no. That's, that's for washing your... Gross. Yeah. And I, and I, I began to just kind of chew on that, right? How much faith... Cause like it's repent and believe Yeah. how much faith would it take to go and do what Jesus says when Jesus says, Hey, you know, that nasty water over there, we're not supposed to use, but for washing, uh, go put that in this pitcher that we serve wine in Yeah. for a servant. That would have been like, no, yeah. but they were told do what he says. And they did. Yeah. And it seems in the text too, that the miracle actually actually comes when they actually pour it out. That's when it, that's pretty cool. It turns water into That's wine. That's legit. And so there's a lot of obedience yeah. that mm. these servants, we don't even know their names. There's a lot of obedience there that's rooted in faith. Come on. Yeah. And so that just like, I'm, you know, sitting with the Lord and I had to text my guys this, like, this is what discipleship is. Go and do what he says. Yeah. True and, story. And that builds a, like you said, a white hot faith. And this, yeah. that's it. You know, we're, we're talking about like those moments, those come and dies. I'm going to give you, I'm going to share this word with you. Someone shared with me last night that goes with Kairos, right? I think like you, like you can take it with you or you're not, but then it's, it's this it says, so it's Matthew three, 13 through 17. Okay. Right. It says when Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him, John would have prevented him saying, right. I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so. Now, for thus is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness, then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son with whom I'm well pleased, right? Mm. And so he walked me through this. He's like, like he was trying to prevent Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> right? But then when he, he, like let Jesus do what Jesus is going to do. It's a good word. Yeah. The Holy spirit came and yeah. then he's like, man, like think about this. Like what are like, and so he went around asking his guys, like, what are you trying to prevent Jesus from doing? Wow. Yeah. And I'm wow. like, dude, that's good word. Yeah. Right. It because is. is this not how we see it? Like it's that moment of fighting for someone's freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like the Lord's like, Hey, let me in, mm. like permit me, like 
change your mind and believe the good news. Right. And when yeah. we see it, like we see the spirit just like get on them. Right. Yeah. That's cool. And so we see, like we see this play out before our very eyes. Yeah. And I was like, man, it's super cool. That is it's good stuff. It is good stuff. And so that a preach. Yeah. 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 Preach. Yeah. That's super cool, man. Daniel, it's always a pleasure hanging out with you. It is. Love yeah. it, guys. It's awesome. Yeah. it's awesome, dude. Hey, can I plug my book? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Daniel writes That's, books. You were supposed to be bringing <laughs> this one, though. That was the I whole forgot one. to bring one. Yeah. Then we could take a picture yeah. and show everybody holding up your book. But Sorry. Yeah. We'll get that next time. Sorry. Last Lessons of Christ. Find it on Amazon. It's about discipleship. Oh. Of. So, yeah. Yeah, tell us about it. Well, it's just about... Um, Jesus's with the last time and it's I'm the co-author the other guys uh, Andy Gilmore great author uh, dear friend and um, it's just about Jesus walking to Jerusalem for the last time and we pick up in Luke chapters like 17 through uh, 20 and we just track Jesus's lessons that he's teaching his disciples before the passion week starts Mm. And, uh, it kind of the theme is, Hey, I'm going away and you guys are going to take up the mantle here. So here are the last lessons for you. Come on. And so, yeah, we just, That's super cool. We just track that through the text and yeah. it's a good read. It's a, it's a, it's an easy read. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. yeah. Last lessons stuff. of Christ. Check it out. On yeah. Amazon. I got nothing else. Oh, man. you got nothing else. Yeah. Awesome. All yeah. right. Man, again, Daniel, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really Love enjoyed it, man. For having me. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. And so usually how we always end this thing is we ask our guests to pray us out. So we do the honors and pray us out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jesus, uh, we love you and we believe that you are the Lord. And God, I just pray for all the listeners listening. God, I pray that um, this will equip people, this podcast, and uh, that people will be inspired to be disciple makers. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Grace and peace. Grace and peace.